I think that's it by way of introductions. So we will begin our Palm Sunday worship. <clears throat> and we'll begin the way we always begin, which is by remembering that regardless of where we are across the city or the state or the country, we are gathered on the land of first peoples who were here long before we came. And here in Seattle, we're on the lands of the Duwamish tribe of people who are still alive and thriving as much as anyone can in this moment um, right here in our city. Um, we're glad to have them as neighbors and as friends and as collaborators. We are going to begin um, uh, with song and I'm going to sing Hosanna, Sana, Sananina, Sana, Sana, Sana. And um, Hosanna means save us. And I'm not sure that there's ever been a Palm Sunday um, when we have sung Hosanna together when I have felt more um, the longing to cry to God, save us, save us in this time. I am going to uh, share um, the music here. It was also attached to the email. And if you don't, if you can't read it or don't have the attachment, um, just listen along, sing as you're able to. And I am going to wave my palms for this one. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, 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 nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, sana. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Hosanna, sana, 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 nina, sana, sana, sana. Sana, sana. Sana, sana, nina, sana, sana, sana. Hosanna, save us, indeed. <coughs> so, um, I'd like to call us to worship and invite you to respond where you are with the words, God's steadfast love endures forever. This comes from Psalm 118, and your response again is, God's steadfast love endures forever. Save us, we beseech you, O Holy One. God's steadfast love endures forever. Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. God's steadfast love endures forever. The Holy One is our God, shining grace upon us. God's steadfast love endures forever. Our God is coming. Make a way and line the path with branches. God's steadfast love endures forever. You are our God, and we will give thanks to you. God's steadfast love endures forever. Oh, give thanks to the Holy One, for God is good. God's steadfast love endures forever. Amen. We light a peace candle each week to acknowledge that we both witness to 
and participate in God's vision of a just peace for all creation. And today, today we are especially grateful for UN Secretary General Antonio Guterres's call for letting COVID-19 be the catalyst to end all war. May this be the thing that brings an end to war. May the people rise up. We all live on God's earth together and everyone's well-being is deeply intertwined. There is no denying that now. So may it be so. And together we say, we long for peace. We pray for peace. We choose to live for peace. And I'm going to share our next song. Hosanna, loud Hosanna, and invite uh, the Newfelds to unmute yourselves and sing us through this one. Let us sing together. Hosanna, loud Hosanna, the little children sing. Through pillar, court, and temple, the lovely anthems rang. To Jesus, who has blessed them, those folded to his breast, the children sang their praises, the simplest and the best. From all is they followed in an exalted song. The victor from branch waving, enchanting clear and tall. The Lord of earth and heaven, rode on in love nor scorn that little children should on his bidding wait. Hosanna in the highest, that ancient song we sing. For Christ is our Redeemer, the Lord of heaven our King. Oh, may we ever praise him with heart and life and voice, and in his blissful presence eternally rejoice. Well, I, for one, very much enjoyed singing harmony to Melanie's beautiful soprano, and as we do every Sunday, we'll offer you the peace of Christ be with you and also with you. The peace of Christ be with you and also with you. I sure do love seeing all of the hands and faces offering Christ's peace to our community this morning. Thank you, Amy. It's sorry, folks. It's just taking me a moment to get ready here. 
Um, I'm going to share my screen with you again, if I can, if I can get back to it. How do I get back to it? Sorry for the technical difficulties here for one moment. There we go. Okay. Are you all able to see my screen? Can somebody give me a thumbs up, Amy or? Yeah, okay, great, excellent. Um, I'm gonna invite all the children who are out there and any others who love pictures and stories to get really close to your computer screens right now as we hear the story of Jesus entering Jerusalem. I'll be sharing this artwork from around the world as we hear this story. Once each year, people would journey to Jerusalem. They would remember the Passover and the time God led them through water to freedom. One year, Jesus traveled to Jerusalem and Jesus sent his disciples to get a young donkey. Jesus's disciples brought a young donkey and put their coats on it. Jesus rode the young donkey toward Jerusalem. The people in Jerusalem were hoping for a king. As the people heard that Jesus was near the city, they came running out to meet him. They laid down their coats to prepare a way for him, shouting, Hosanna, save us. They placed palm branches on the coats, saying, blessed is the one who comes in God's name. Hosanna, save us. Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. I am going to, for just one second, unmute everyone, and I invite you to join me in the cry of Hosanna. God save us. All unmuted. So together we say, Hosanna, God save us. 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 I'm to mute you all again, and now it's not working. People can mute themselves. You could also mute. <laughs> <laughs> I think that got some of the chaos of the moment. Not my picture. I just said rocks. Again, and Amy will help with that. I wonder what it was like for Jesus to be called a king. I wonder what kind of king Jesus would be. I wonder why Jesus chose a donkey instead of a horse. I wonder who the people were that were shouting, Hosanna, save us. Blessed is the one who comes in God's name. 
I wonder who those shouting people were. I wonder what it's like to be part of Jesus's kingdom. Pastor Amy is now going to continue the story of Jesus in Jerusalem with a woman, the story of a woman who anoints Jesus's feet. So let's listen. I'm just going to share the scripture text with you. You can check your chat box for that. This is the next part of the story. In, uh, in these last days, Jesus has, sometimes when he's with his friends, uh, he has a few times when he's just, he has this big celebration with the palms. He has several times when he's just gathered with his friends. These are the last gatherings with the people who he's closest to. So in the next part of the story, he is gathered with a group of friends. I think Megan maybe muted me. Oh, sorry. It's okay. I am going to mute you, though, Megan. In these last days with his friends, uh, he, his friends don't completely understand this, but he knows that these may actually be his last days. Uh, and I've been a little bit inspired by Pastor Megan's sermon in a sentence. I haven't quite done it, but there are sort of three movements to this, to my reflections, and they are these. Silence the haters, love with extravagance, and there is more than one kind of good news. So I'm in this gathering with his, he's in a gathering with his friends. It's a small home. He's in the home of Simon, who's called a leper. So true to form, Jesus is gathering with people who are outsiders, people on the margins. And during this gathering, a woman comes with a jar of perfume. The closest I have is my jar of scented oil. And she breaks open the jar and the scent fills the room and she pours it on Jesus' head and anoints him as a blessing. Now, there are some people in the room who, who just want no part of this and they criticize her saying why didn't you spend the money from this costly perfume 300 denarii which would be possibly one year's wages for a, a working person and it seems right that they jesus only a little while ago in mark was criticizing the rich man saying sell everything you have and give give all your money to the poor and come follow me so it makes sense that Jesus' followers would say the same thing to this woman, saying, why don't you sell all of this and, and give the money to your poor, the poor? But Jesus will have none of it. This time, Jesus shuts it down immediately and very, very curtly. He basically says, shut up and puts a stop to that immediately. Instead, he's very stern with them. He says, leave her alone. Uh, and he would, he would not have anything to do with the shaming or the guilt making. He would have nothing to do with infighting. So these are, remember, these are his friends. These are friends criticizing each other. And he says, he basically says, no, this is the way that she is giving. Uh, and if this truly is, if this truly is his last days with his disciples, and if they truly are to be community, there can't be that infighting. And so 
silencing, Jesus silences the haters. But more than that, he invites them to love with extravagance. Jesus is affirming. So the, the, this woman is giving uh, a gift. Likely she is a very rich woman. Um, there's speculation, you know, the sort of common understanding is that Jesus is sort of, she's a harlot or something like that. That's not true. This is probably a woman who supported Jesus's ministry. He had a number of sort of rich patrons. And this woman gives out of her abundance. Uh, she was rich if she could afford a gift like this. And unlike the rich man, she is giving from her resources wholeheartedly and willingly and generously. And Jesus not only praises the gift, but also her insight and foresight and prescience. He says, she is anointing me for my burial. Unlike the other disciples in the room, he says, she can see something that you can't. He, she can see what is going to happen. And it's possible she could. It's possible that she had an insight to, the, to something that they did not. It's also possible she was just giving a loving gift to someone whom she loved. Either way, Jesus will have nothing to do with shame. He silences the haters and he tells them to love extravagantly. And in, those, in that dynamic, Jesus is saying there is more than one kind of good news. Jesus is not saying that he has changed his mind about helping the poor. In fact, he reminds the disciples, there are poor with you always. You can always be helping the poor. It is always going to be your calling to help and to serve the poor. They have not gone anywhere. But there is more than one way of serving. This woman has had an insight that they have not. And sometimes the good news is celebration. Sometimes the good news is going out of your door at seven o'clock and making a joyful noise. Sometimes the good news is pouring out your heart and pouring out your love. We take good news where we can get it these days. In little bits or in great uh, in great emotion poured out. Uh, sometimes the good news is factories turning over all of their equipment and machinery for making masks. I think probably like all of you, when the emotion is stored so close to the surface, it, every little thing feels like a huge celebration. And sometimes the good news is mass making and sometimes it's giant fundraisers to help artists and sometimes the good news is eating out when you might not otherwise or I should say getting takeout when you might not otherwise to support your local businesses. There are all kinds of good news that we might be experiencing right now and the truth is for Jesus he knew he was on the way to his death and on the journey to his death there was a poem celebration. And in the days before his death, there were meals with friends. And in those days before his death, when he knew death was coming, there was anointing and gentle hands and the smell of oil in the air. This is a time to find good news amid the bad news. Silence the haters. Love with extravagance when you can. 
there is more than one kind of good news. May it be so. All of us are invited to use the chat feature during this time uh, to type in your prayers to be read aloud and also anticipating more conversation after the formalities of the service are over. Let's pray and breathe together in the presence of the sacred one. Creator God, you looked at dust and were inspired. With your breath, it became alive. Your beloved Jesus took mud and turned it to the work of healing and vision. We, your creatures, come to you beautiful and fragile, longing for recreation and new life, longing for your touch and for wholeness. Meet us in the dust and ashes of our desolation as we raise our prayers to you. We pray for all of your beloved suffering from the coronavirus. Protect our frontline workers, teach us resilience and compassion. Calm our fears, our confusion, our uncertainty. May we all experience your presence today. We hold in our hearts all people who are ill and dying, often alone in these days of isolation. And may they feel your presence with them and grant comfort to their family and friends. We remember today Suriname and the grief that they are feeling as a remote community of the Wayana <clears throat> impacted also by this pandemic. Bless all who are responding to their emergency needs for food security and amplify our efforts to continue advocating for justice and supporting Dan and Sarah in their work. We lift up trauma, healing and reconciliation services in Burundi as the country had its first two confirmed cases of COVID-19 earlier this week. Give the staff wisdom on deciding how to alter their work during this crisis and grant them safety. We pray for all those who are awaiting COVID test results we're grateful that Kevin McGuire's test for COVID came back negative. May you continue to protect Kevin and give comfort and rest for Anna and the kids after an intense and exhausting end to our winter shelter season. Remember Larry, whose cousin died of the coronavirus this week, leaving his 100-year-old mother to grieve his death. We lift up Pete whose aunt died this week, and we give thanks that she was able to die at home, surrounded by her family, after having outlived her six-month cancer prognosis by several years. We hold Doug Frank in our prayers as he grieves the death of his mother this past week. Grant comfort and peace to all who mourn in these hard and humbling days. We pray for Lee Murray and her family as her mother anticipates entering hospice care this week mm. in a facility that is in isolation and lockdown and Lee's father unable to be with her and visit with mm. her during this time. Mm. 
which makes it especially hard. Hold them all in your grace. We remember Gordon Scoville, our former interim pastor, who after a series of significant health struggles is now also in hospice care. Be with him and all who are surrounding him with love and care in these last days. We lift up Christy and Samuel in these last days of pregnancy, mm-hmm. awaiting new life. Mm-hmm. And we celebrate with Emily Miller and Chase Snyder as they're transitioning to the second trimester of their pregnancy. Mm-hmm. We grant continued health to all as this new little life is nurtured within. We thank you for the dedication of our shelter staff who faithfully showed up to serve our unsheltered neighbors these winter months and brought good closure this past week. And we celebrate uh, and are grateful for all the new GLA hosts, Grace and Bast, John, Barbara, and give thanks for their willingness to show up on the front lines with care, compassion, and community for our friends living on the streets. And my personal gratitude for their working alongside in that space with myself and the many volunteers who are also continuing to show up. Grateful for Claire Smith Dirksen, who is faithfully attending to the care and cleaning of our campus each morning. And we give thanks for Darren Kellogg's yes to a term of service on the board of our regional conference. May his work on our behalf strengthen our collective witness as Anabaptist Mennonites in the Pacific Northwest. Continued prayers are here for Isaac's grandmother, who is recovering from heart attack and seizure. From Jim Bridges, lifting up a former parishioner of his, Howard Garrett, who is living in a nursing home in Montgomery, New York, and has not come down with the COVID-9 infection. With Jean Sloniker, we pray for ingratitude for the returning of the six-year-old boy in Georgia who has the diagnosis of cystic fibrosis and COVID-19 to complete health. Gratitude for the 104-year-old man who also recovered from COVID. Thank you also for giving us the ability to allow to have this time of worship together. Praying with Jeanette for those who have lost jobs and for those whose jobs have multiplied in responsibility. From Jean prayers for Sergio, who was found at church this morning in significant pain and for whom 911 was called and he was taken to hospital. For the Kelly Kellogg's gratitude. <clears throat> for the safe return of the four-year-old literally lost in the woods behind her friend's house in Alabama. Gone for three days and two nights. And all is well. We pray with Greg, who's lifting up his grandmother, 97, who fell this week and broke her hip as she prepares for surgery and rehab. Be with her in this time. And with Susanna, what she's noticing during quarantine, what she's missing. Giving thanks for how many riches are coming to light and coming to awareness in this time of absence. Creator God, we, your creatures, have come to you 
beautiful and fragile and longing for new life. We trust that you will create a new in us and that through us you will work towards wholeness for all of creation. And together, all God's people said, Amen. Amen. It's a rich time of prayer together each week. Thank you all for creating it together. Today, we again bless the work of our collective offerings to our shared budget through which we're able, among other things, to offer rent relief to our tenants during these tough economic times and also provide steady income and benefits to our staff, um, which is not something, as you all know, that everyone has access to. May we together be a source of strength, generosity, and dignity for our community. With each of our gifts, we recommit ourselves to the service of God's people. Thanks be to God and amen. In these days, perhaps even more acutely than normal, we need to proclaim the Jubilee promises of Jesus's way, the inauguration of God's reign on earth. Jesus's coming, Harold's release for captives, hope for those who are hopeless or despairing or afraid or confused or downtrodden, land and shelter for those without, forgiveness of debts. So let's sing this new world into being together. Amy is going to lead our benedictions song, which is Jesus is coming from sing the story uh, just to note it was also attached to the friday email so if you're on our email list you'll get those hymns and could always print them out ahead of time i'm going to share my screen hopefully you can see it i'll make it as big as i can <laughs> um but let's let's join in singing amy lead us the only sad thing about screen sharing, because I want you to see the music, is now we can't see as many of your faces. But please do join with me in singing. This one again is repetitive, and the verses are going to be, uh, Jesus is coming, release for the captive, hope for the downtrod, land for the landless, deaths are forgiven. Jesus is coming, pave the way with branches. Jesus is coming. Hosanna, Jesus is coming, pave the way with branches, Jesus is coming, Hosanna, Hosanna to the Prince of Peace, Hosanna to the Prince of Peace, release for the captives, pave the way with branches, release for the captives, Hosanna, release for the captives, pave the way with branches, release for the captives, Hosanna, Hosanna, release for the captives, Hosanna, to the Prince of Peace, hope for the downtrod, pave the way with branches, hope for the downtrod, Hosanna, hope for the downtrod, pave the way with branches, hope for the downtrod, Hosanna, Hosanna, Jesus is 
Man for the landless, pave the way with branches. Man for the landless, Hosanna, Hosanna. Jesus is coming, Hosanna, to the Prince of Peace, Hosanna. Jesus is coming, Hosanna, to the Prince of Peace. Debts are forgiven, paved away with branches. Debts are forgiven, Hosanna. Debts are forgiven, paved away with branches. Debts are forgiven, Hosanna. Hosanna. Jesus is coming, Hosanna, to the Prince of Peace. Hosanna, Jesus is coming, Hosanna, to the Prince of Peace. Amen. Hosanna, save us. Thank you. Um, I think a number of you have reflected on this. Boy, I'm just missing our singing together. Um, it is no substitution, but I am grateful for those of you like Amy who are singing and Melanie today singing for us so that we can, at least I can see evidence that we as a people are singing together. Um, boy, we need that in these times. All right, folks. Blessings of peace as we go into our weeks. And now we will transition into our time of fellowship. And so we'll just invite you as you'd like to share something with us.